time now for University Showcase, spotlighting the athletic programs at Trebekah University, Tennessee Tech University, and throughout the Ohio Valley Conference. University Showcase is presented by Legends Bank, Tennessee Tech, Trebekah, Delta Dental, Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers, Jackson Boone Racing, Sam's Sports Grill, and Sam's Place. And now, here's your host for University Showcase, Hall of Famer, Greg Poe. Good Saturday morning. How you doing? Hope you're having a good, good uh, weekend. Last weekend of 2023, Greg Poe here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Will Brown. Will, good morning to you. I'm about ready to lose my voice here this morning. Didn't even know. I just now started talking, and it's nothing's coming out. Wow. Well, I mean, it doesn't sound too bad. I mean, you sound pretty good. I got to do a basketball game this afternoon uh, here on this station, TSU at a Little Rock, 315-330 uh, with that, Albert Dawson and myself. You having a good weekend, man? Man, weekend has been beautiful. Yeah. Last one. Enjoy it. Well, University Showcase, uh, right here Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. We spotlight with this, uh, Treveca, uh, Tennessee Tech, and everything throughout the High Valley Conference coming up at 840. Uh, Southern Indiana Athletics Director John Mark Hall, SIU, is uh, second year now in the OVC. Coming up at 820, Tennessee Tech, uh, women's basketball coach Kim Roseman, and Right now, uh, Treveca is on the clock, and we're joined now by Treveca men's basketball coach Kevin Carroll. Kevin, good morning. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Happy New Year, guys. Yeah, thank you as well. Uh, a ball game this afternoon and a ball game tomorrow. That's a good way to finish the year. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny how all the scheduling kind of works out, but uh, we're thankful for the opportunity to get back to playing. 7-3 and three overall, good start in the GMAC. Last year, the GMAC, we'll talk about that, but just talk about where your team is right now as you really get into the uh, the bulk of GMAC play. Yeah, you know, I, I'm very thankful for where we are, but we, we've still got a lot to figure out about ourselves. Um, you know, I think this is the best start that they've had in the D2 era, um, you know, in year one here. So we're, we're thankful for where we are, but we also know that uh, there's still a lot of things that we're going to have to improve on if we're going to, as we advance further along in the conference play here. You know, 12th year of uh, Treveca in the GMAC. Of course, Mark Elliott, AD, and Treveca were the among the founders of the GMAC, Great Midwest Athletic Conference. But you're getting the tail end of it. So enjoy this one trip through <laughs> Michigan and West Virginia and Ohio and and, and then yeah. think next year of the Gulf South Conference, which direction you're headed <laughs> for those games. So, But this is uh, sort of a – you want to go out in style, but really uh, you get a taste of the what the GMAC's all about. Well, our travel arrangements will definitely be a lot simpler next year. Yeah. Sure, I can guarantee you that. Uh, you know, we've already made one trip to, uh, to Michigan and one trip to Northeast Ohio. And, um, you know, uh, really appreciate the, the league members that we're a part of, but – Honestly, I probably won't miss those trips too much next year. Yeah, no, it's in, in the just the fit of the Gulf South Conference for a variety of reasons, but some natural rivalries uh, are rekindled. You've got you know two three hour bus rides to the in any you know all three directions. Quite frankly, so yeah, I think it's a really good fit. It's a it's an up and coming conference too, man. You got to you got to put on your bootstraps if you're going to play in that league. Yeah, you are, uh, and you know, like a lot of what you said, it holds true. I mean, in our present league, we only have one day trip where we go there and back on the same day, and uh, in the Gulf South Conference, there's probably four or five of those trips, which will make it a lot easier for our fans, make it a lot easier for our players, parents, and recruits, and 
and people of that nature to be able to follow the team a little bit more closely. But uh, I, I coached in the Gulf South Conference a long time ago. It was actually my first uh, college coaching job. But I, I'm here to tell you it's, it's a phenomenal league, tremendous league, uh, very well coached, uh, very athletic league. Uh, so we'll, we'll have our we'll have our uh, you know, have a tough time or, or have a have our cut out for us a little bit here. But um, you know we're really excited about the opportunity. Kevin Carroll with us, Trevecca Ben's basketball coach's first season, seven and three start, three and zero in the GMAC. You know I, I was just looking at at your schedule. You, you've uh, you've won five of six. Is there some you always? I've talked to coaches over the years. There's something that sort of ignites your program or sends you one way or the other throughout the season. Uh, November 21st, you go on the road and you win an overtime game at Shorter, uh, and, and that is a first of uh, of a run of winning five of six. Did that thing, the way you came out of that, sort of ignite you a little bit? Yeah, I think that one. I think also too the the game against Finley University, which is um, you know Finley's won a Division two national championship before. Uh, they're one of the top programs in the GMAC. It was our first conference game, and uh, Trevecca had never beat them. You know, prior to that game, they were zero and fifteen against Finley heading into that game. So I think that probably boosted our confidence a little bit. Uh, you know, you never really kind of know where you are until you get further along into the season and you face some adversity and and things of that nature and, and really that Finley game uh, was a, a measuring stick for us and and just gave us a lot of confidence uh, we put well that game gave us a lot of confidence going forward and hopefully we can keep that going uh, you know in our stretch coming up Kevin uh, the Trevecca job why did that appeal to you uh, you know I think a couple of things uh, I I'd actually played in the same conference that Trevecca was in when I was a college player uh, you know, when I was the head coach at Maryville University of St. Louis, another Division II school, we played Trevecca a couple times. And I remember, um, you know, I remember being at Maryville, which was uh, at that time played in the, or they, they played in the, uh, the Great Lakes Valley Conference. And, it, and uh, at that time, we were one of four Division II schools in the greater metro St. Louis area. And I remember thinking to myself, man, if you could ever get to a place where you were the only show in town from a D2 standpoint, you can maybe do a lot of damage and, uh, you know, having been over at Lipscomb for the last four years, uh, was able to follow the program closely and just always felt like it was a, uh, a sleeping giant, if you will. There's a lot of great talent, uh, in the state and the, in the Nashville area, obviously. And, um, a lot of great, uh, players who are that low D one high D two caliber player that we're all scrambling for. And, um, you know, I think that uh, just kind of felt like, it, like I said, it was, a, it was a sleeping giant and an opportunity that we could come in and and uh, could make a lot better quickly. You know, uh, do you know uh, Lenny Acuff? Uh, just, <laughs> I just you, you ever met him? I know him? him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he, I know him a little bit. Yeah, I know he yeah. uh, was part of the introduce. He introduced you uh, uh, at your press conference at Trevecca. Played for him, coached for him, and of course, he's at Lipscomb now. Had that great run uh, in Huntsville. Uh, at the Alabama Huntsville, I tell you what, he in my mind and is a coach's coach, and you got to play and coach with him. Yeah, I've only known him for about thirty years now. So, uh, um, yeah, I've known him since I was uh, sixteen years old, yeah. and he, he's obviously been a tremendous influence and the greatest influence on me, honestly, uh, especially professionally. Uh, a lot of what I've tried to uh, do uh, in my coaching career has just been to try to imitate him in a lot of ways that he does things and try to pay, try to pay it forward for the lessons that he taught me as a player and a young assistant for him at Alabama Huntsville. So 
Um, very thankful for him. Uh, wouldn't be here if it weren't for him. And uh, he's just given me a lot of opportunities that I probably didn't deserve, to be perfectly honest. Three years at the uh, Air Force Academy. Talk about that experience because that that I, I really marvel at how the uh, the academies go about their business when it comes to athletics. Yeah, a very unique place, obviously a, a special place. I mean, you get to deal with some just amazing young men. Uh, it's one of the top leadership institutions in the country. And, um, you know, I, I did not grow up in a family with military background and uh, was uh, had a lot to learn when I first got there. But we're really thankful for the opportunity. Met some great, uh, great young men, worked with some great coaches that I really learned a lot from and and really helped me going forward in my career. Trevecca men's basketball coach Kevin Carroll with us here on University Showcase from the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. Um, at Barry College, uh, you uh, obtained a Bachelor of Science in Mathematics Education degree. Uh, what's the, How do you apply that degree to your coaching right now? Yeah, well, I, I think, um, you know, I was a high school math teacher and high school coach for six years. Um, and I think a, a lot of people who know me probably know I'm a pretty analytical person when it comes to my approach to the game. And, um, you know, it's, you know, I, I feel like sometimes at some places you got to be like Billy Bean in the Oakland, Oakland athletics in terms of trying to, uh, you may not be able to get the, the guys, the, the guys that the Yankees are getting, but you might be able to get a guy who does something or two things really, really well and just trying to implement a system and a style of play uh, that really emphasizes those things, you know. So um, I've always kind of found uh, joy and pleasure in trying to find ways to think outside the box a little bit, uh, you know, trying to, you know, use the numbers to try to give you an advantage somewhat, and we've continued to do that here. How much are you into analytics? How how how, how does that work? How much time you got? Uh- uh, you've got no. about four more minutes. <laughs> no, uh, we, we look at a, a, a lot of different things. Uh, I try not to inundate our team too much with it. You know, uh, 18 to 22 year olds really don't care as much about that, but we do use it a lot in terms of formulating uh, lineups and kind of who we feel like should be playing and, and uh, where we want to try to get our shots from and where we want to try to make other teams take their shots from, you know. And uh, none of that's perfect. There's no perfect way to go about doing things. But we're just trying to find 1% uh, advantage in, in what we do every day and, and just trying to find a little bit of a, of a ways to score one more point than they do. College athletics right now from the top all the way to the bottom and everywhere in the middle where Division Two is, Um how do you navigate the transfer portal world, the NIL world at the Division II level here? Yeah, you know, obviously it has completely changed, uh, you know, college athletics, and it's continuing to do so just with, you know, some of the new changes that have come out here in the last couple of weeks. So, uh, you know, I think in a couple of ways, obviously, you know, we've benefited from the portal this past year, our two leading scores for transfers, Um and, um, you know, so we've benefited from that. At the same time, you know, we've been able to attract and we signed four players uh, this, uh, this past fall. Uh, three of them had Division One offers um, and were guys that probably, you know, four or five years ago uh, would have gone to the A-Sun or the OVC or the Southern Conference, you know. And now those guys, because Division Ones aren't really recruiting a lot of high school guys a lot of those guys are, are falling to to us at the d2 level so 
Um, you know, I think there's different ways to go about maximizing that. But I think the thing that hasn't changed is you're still looking for young men who are tremendous fits for the culture that you're trying to build. Uh, and I'm just a big believer that if your culture is really strong and, and really the foundation is set on that, that you can attract players who maybe you wouldn't normally be able to attract. Tell me about Jalen Page. Yeah, he, I tell you, I'm really proud of him. He's a Murfreesboro, you know, area kid. Uh, went to Lee University and, and sat behind uh, and didn't play a ton for the last couple of years behind, you know, a couple of all-conference guards at Lee. And, uh, w- you know, w- weren't really sure what we were getting, but we knew we were getting a good player. I don't think, I, you know, anybody saw exactly this kind of production, but he's, you know, he's averaging 20 points a game. He's second in the conference in scoring. Uh, he has uh, just been an unbelievable teammate. He's on our leadership team. Um, you know, he's just a, a great young man that uh, that really just is a light for everybody, and we're very thankful that he's here. Uh, you're averaging 86 points a game, uh, plus five in margin there, shooting 47% from the field, 38 on threes. Uh, you've got a 75% free throw. Uh, you can shoot the ball, can't you? You know what? Our offense has been good and it's carried us for a majority of the year. Um, and I, you know, I think, uh, like right now we're in the top 30 in offensive rating in all of division two. And last year, uh, there were 295th. So that has been a, a definite, um, you know, mainstay for us at, at the same time, there's going to be nights that you just can't throw the ball in the ocean. And we've had a couple of those. Uh, and it's good to see that our defense has kind of been improving here. Uh, in the last month, and because we're going to need, we're going to need uh, to be able to be good on both ends of the floor as we head back into January and play some of the stronger teams in the conference. Well, this afternoon, three o'clock, Milligan, and then on the road at Jacksonville State. But that's a uh, an exhibition game for uh, Jacksonville State, correct? It, it's an exhibition game for us, both? a regular season game for Jacksonville okay, State. Okay, uh, well, yeah, flip it around, an yeah. exhibition for you, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, but it'll be a great opportunity just for us to kind of. Uh, you know, play against a really quality opponent. They're, they're, you know, watching film on them the other night. They're, they're really, really uh, long and athletic. They're what you know you would expect from a Ray Harper coach yeah. team. Very tough and physical defensively. Uh, they'll take you out of what you try to do a good job of taking you out of what you like to do, and uh, it'll be a good opportunity for us to grow as a team. Yeah, Ray Harper. There's another coach who knows what he's doing. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey, Kevin, good luck this season. 3 o'clock this afternoon, Trojan Fieldhouse against Milligan, and we'll uh, be following you all season long. Thank you, Kevin. Okay, thank you. All right, Kevin Carroll, he is the uh, basketball coach at Trevecca. New one, first year, Gulf South Conference uh, next year, the last year of the Great Midwest Athletic Conference. Well, anyway, Trevecca's membership in it. Coming up next, uh, Tennessee Tech, uh, Kim Roseman, women's basketball coach, right here on University Showcase. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. 
Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Hey, Nashville and Middle Tennessee sports fans. Searching for the perfect place to enjoy great NCAA Division I athletics? Look no further than Tennessee Tech and come make the short trip to Cookville to take in a Golden Eagle sporting event. Check us out more at TTUsports.com, on our social media channels at TTU Golden Eagles, or call 931-372-3940. We can't wait to see you here. Wings up. For 25 years, Legends Bank has been more than just a bank. We're a part of the community. Legendary service. Extraordinary people. That's our promise. Since opening our doors in Clarksville in 1998, we've grown alongside you. Nine branches across Middle Tennessee, including Nashville, Brentwood, and Pleasant View. Our journey is defined by the trust and achievements of our customers. As a locally owned community bank, we're proud of our roots and excited about our future. Celebrating 25 years of trust and growth. Not just a bank, part of your community, and together, we're making a difference every day. Legends Bank. Inspiring legends for a quarter of a century. Here's to many more. Do you desire to become a leader who can influence and encourage other employees, students, or clients? Treveca offers a variety of undergraduate and graduate degrees in leadership that are relevant, accessible, affordable, and fully online. You'll gain skills and knowledge to lead in fields such as business, technology, education, ministry, government, and healthcare. Transform your work environment for the good. Call 844-TNU-GRAD or learn more at treveca.edu. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at DeltaDentalTN.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. University Showcase presented by Pogue Media. <laughs> From the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios, Will Brown with us uh, in as well, running things. Uh, this afternoon, 3.15, pregame 3.30, the uh, uh, tip-off between uh, Tennessee State, Gentry Center, Little Rock. We'll have that this afternoon. If my voice holds up, I may be just out there watching. Tennessee Tech uh, University Showcase is on the clock right now, and Kim Roseman, the uh, women's basketball coach there. I met Kim uh, a couple weeks ago, and she's just Seems to be a fine lady. Kim, how you doing? <laughs> good morning, Greg. How are you? How you doing? You all right? I I am doing good this morning. Doing good. Yeah, game day. What do you do on game day? 
Oh, well, we are we are about to go down to shoot around. In fact, uh, our team is down there right now. However, I got a real important person I wanted to talk oh. to this morning that I just met three weeks ago, as you said. <laughs> uh, we go way back, don't we? Yeah. Right? Well, yeah and, for, uh, and there, you know, let Allie run it down there, okay? She's fine. Hey, she she and Coach Walls yes. are, more, are more than capable of that. So uh, I, I don't know if you saw, but they got a little – Promotion bump, which they've both been. Coach Walls was named the uh, associate head coach, and Coach Alley the assistant head coach. Those guys have been with me from the get-go, and uh, more than deserving. They've been in those roles for seven years. I guess I just finally made it official uh, this past week. But yeah, they are more than capable. In fact, they may be better off if I let them run it than if I was down there. Well, so. will you do me a favor, Kim? Uh, since we've just met, will you quit? answering the questions you know i'm going to ask and let me ask them i got it i got it Greg. <laughs> yeah because i was gonna that you know i saw that uh in certainly with what with associate head coach allison and and then uh with with melanie as well associate head coach and then Allie, the assistant head coach um she could be a head coach somewhere. Allison can. Oh, you know that. Oh, gosh. Well, both of them. Yeah, I mean, both of them. Melanie, right, too. Right, yeah, yes. I mean, both of them. You know, they both have been uh, high school head coaches. Uh, they are both head coaches who – and I have been so fortunate to have, you know, two head coaches on my staff. And, and they've had opportunities. You know, that's what people probably don't know. You know, they've turned down head coaching jobs. Uh, and, you know, quote, unquote, bigger, you know, as far as money goes, uh, assistant jobs uh, to stay here at Tech because they believe in this program and they believe in what we're doing. And, you know, Allie and Mel, you know, they could they could be a lot of places right now, but they love Tech and they love what we're doing. And, uh, you know, you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with, and those guys make us better each and every day. Well, and explain this to me because Melanie has the title of offensive coordinator, correct? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh -huh. And then yeah. last year, obviously, you led the league in scoring and yeah. you win the, the tournament championship, go to the NCAA. What does an offensive coordinator role in basketball? What what are they – what's their duties? Well, you know, honestly, I and, and, and I got this from Coach Balcom because we did this at Vanderbilt, but we kind of – I, I kind of divide our staff duties up a little bit like football, you know, so kind of what a football offensive coordinator does, you know, Mel, Mel oversees all of our offense. Obviously we work together on everything, but you know, I, during the games, you know, she does, she, she calls our plays during the games and, you know, and Allie, Allie is our defensive coordinator and, you know, she, her focus is on defense. I mean, they, they both coach everything, you know, because with basketball, it's a little different than football. Uh, you know, most coaches just coach one side of the ball in football, but they coach both sides. But their emphasis and their focus is on the offensive end. So, and that allows me, you know, and I think this is what, you know, where the game has gone as well. It allows me to focus on the team, to focus on our players, to focus on individual things. And I'm involved in all of it. But they are like the head coaches, you know, of the offense, and the defense, and then and Jasmine Sincor, um, who has been with us for two years, outstanding young coach, and she's she's going to take on more role, a bigger role in recruiting. Uh, she's our rebounding coach, and uh, you know it's worked really well. Obviously, we led the league in scoring last year. We were top three in defense, and we were top three in rebounding. So, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And uh, you know if it's not, and so uh, you know that those guys are uh, doing a great job overseeing all that. 
Kim uh, Roseman with us. She is the uh, Tennessee Tech women's basketball coach. Uh, uh, UT Martin today at home. Wow. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Got Coach McMillan. Yeah. And, and the Skyhawks. Yep. And saw them. Uh, saw them Thursday night at TSU. Uh, Kevin's been there. What well, he's the dean, right? I guess he's the dean he of OVC is. coaching. Well, I don't count because Little Rock coach has been there since I don't know Adolph Rupp. Yeah, era. I, I don't know. The, yeah. yeah, Joe's. I think Joe is at, at close to twenty years, maybe or more than. Well, 20 he's years coached at, over a thousand at, games. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't. You know, I I don't know if people understand this. Joe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think it's top three. I think he is the third active winningest head coach in Division One basketball. Joe Foley at, at at Little Rock. You know, behind. Uh, uh, behind Gino and Tar Vanderveer, which is you know in- incredible, uh, and, you know, and and what the job that he's done there. Obviously, we had a tough one on Thursday, lost by two, uh, one possession game, had it at the end, had the ball at the end of the game, and just couldn't make the plays, and uh, but played hard, just wasn't able to put the ball in the hole. And then today, got another great coach, uh, and, and I mean Kevin has the, what he has done in the OVC and the, the championships that he's won. You always know, uh, you know, what you're going to get when you play UT Martin. They're going to play hard. They're going to shoot the three. They're going to run a lot of sets. They're going to be very, very difficult to guard. And he's got a young team, and he's had some injuries. Uh, but, boy, they've been playing extremely well as of late. So we will uh, we'll get a great chance to, uh, you know, hopefully bounce back against a very good team today. But uh, it's, it's going to be a big challenge for us. And so, uh, so we're, we're, we're excited to get back on the court. Kim, did you go one for 13 in the first quarter? Uh, unfortunately, we, we did. How right? do you, what do you, I mean, because you know, and, and I bet you were getting the shots you like too, mostly. We, we were. Yeah. I mean, we shot seven, seven percent in the first quarter. What do you and, do? Uh, what you do know? you do? What do you do? Just, you got to just play through it? You just, you just keep playing through it, you know, and, and you keep trying to focus on getting stops and, and cr- trying to create some easier offense uh, off your defense and you know and and the frustrating thing was you know you, you think okay well you were missing outside shots well no we, we not, a lot of it was points in the paint you know and uh, and we were only down six in that first quarter uh, but that was the difference in the game because uh, we won the second we tied the third and we won the fourth uh, but those six points you know in that first quarter we're big, especially when you're playing, you know, and, and look, Little Rock, they have played the entire SEC in our non-conference schedule. And uh, and so they're going to be one of the top two, three teams in our league without a doubt. Uh, you know, so so when it's that small of a, a era, you know, margin for era, uh, you know, that first quarter, it, it, it was tough. It was tough. So you just got to keep playing through it. I can't explain it if I could. I'd probably be a whole lot richer because uh, I wouldn't be coaching. I, I'd be going around trying to uh, share that with other coaches. But, you know, it's just something that happens sometimes, and you just got to play through it. Kim, uh, how's Millie Owens doing? I know she had uh, 20 uh, Thursday night. Just tell, talk about her. She's averaging right at, what, 15 a game. Yeah, yeah. Malia, Malia has been phenomenal for us. You know, obviously she is the OVC, um, OVC preseason player of the year. And she is playing like that. Yet, uh, you know, she she was the one that really got us going, especially in the in the second half. Now we got we got down by about twelve, thirteen in the third quarter because we also shot like that in the third quarter coming out of halftime. So our starts uh, have to be better. But she went four of eight, uh, you know, from the three point line, and is just playing with a lot of confidence. And what we have to do a better job of is, you know, getting. 
three or four more in double figures consistently. And, and we have that, you know, we, we have those kids that are, that are more than capable of that. We just, we've just got to make sure that we're doing that for four quarters in each and every game. Cause that's our formula for success. We share the basketball extremely well. You know, we're one of the better teams in the country as far as assists. And, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't do that. We didn't do that near as well on Thursday night. So we got to get back to that today, but very, very proud of Malia. Uh, she is playing like the preseason player of the year should be playing right now. How many missed basketballs you got on your team? Two, I know for sure, right? Yep, we, we, we've got two. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Jennifer Sullivan, who, uh, who was at, at, at Bearden High School, won a state championship. And then Reagan Hurst from right here in our back backyard at uh, Powerhouse Upperman. And uh, you yeah. know, she she, uh, she won a state championship as well. And it, it's huge, you know, and, and that's a – you know, that's what we talked about with Allie. You know, that's that's another big impact that Allie has had uh, with her connections and her relationships here in the state of Tennessee to be able to get those kids. When we got here, those kids, you know, predominantly Tennessee Tech is, has gotten uh, Tennessee Miss Basketball players, but but there was a period where that, that wasn't happening, and we had to get back to that, and, and I'm really proud of that. And, and we've also – half of our roster is from the state of Tennessee, you know, and, and – we, you and I both know how good high school basketball in in our state is. I mean, we got some of the best coaches in the country, right here in Tennessee, and uh, and so that's huge. And we got to keep we got to keep pulling those kids in. Tennessee Tech women's basketball coach Kim Roseman here uh, on uh, University Showcase. By the way, I've just realized something. Uh, this coming Thursday, you're going to be at Moorhead, and then Friday you'll be driving to Evansville to play at Southern Indiana. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm about ready to lose my voice. Can you tell? And I got a ball game to do this afternoon. That's nice. Um, what, honey and whiskey? No, I don't think so. Uh, uh, yep, little, little hotty toddy. No, might no, no. Maybe that's probably the problem. Uh, but TSU, TSU is at Southern Indiana Thursday and Moorhead on Saturday, meaning on Friday, somewhere between Moorhead, Kentucky, and and Evansville, Indiana, our paths will cross. We're, we're, we're going to have to do a better job of planning these things ahead of time so we can make sure that happens, Greg. You know, you, you, you called me the other night, and we talked, and, and you knew my location the other night. So I, I, we're, <laughs> we're going to have to make you sure wanna, that you somewhere wanna, on that you, interstate, uh, our, our paths do cross. You want to tell that story? Because I, I, I was scary because I knew exactly where you were. <laughs> We'll save that for later. How about that? Hey, I do want to say this because uh, I didn't get a chance the last time, but I want to congratulate you and all the great things you're doing in Nashville and the Nashville Cats. And uh, just, uh, you know, you have – what a ambassador you've always been in this state and, uh, you know, what you're doing for the city of Nashville, friend. I just uh, – you know how much I appreciate you and, and, and what I think of you. So I just – I want to say congratulations. To you as well. Well, Kim, you know what I think of you. Have we not, uh, I, we're going to tell that story, okay? I want to tell one it. Day, uh, no, one day. One uh, day. I'm going to, as soon as you hang up, I'm going to tell it, okay? No. <laughs> no, we'll tell it one day. Uh, because I always keep up with you on the road, and I know, you know, pretty much know <laughs> those bus rides back. Um, uh, let me ask you. Uh, my father was a high school, college basketball coach, but predominantly high school. And I asked him later in life, what were his favorite wins? He coached a lot of games. So you win a lot, you lose a lot in a, every yeah. every yeah. way imaginable. And I no said, well, and, and, and I asked him, uh, uh, I said, what were some of your favorite wins? He said, you know, I really don't know, but I can tell you just about everything about my worst losses. 
And yes. how do you how do you move on after a, a, a two point loss and a game you probably should have won? How do you move on from uh, that? Yeah, it's it, you know, I, I, it's 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 tough. But you know, as the leader, you have to be the one that does it first. You know, if you expect your team to, uh, you know, the 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 nights. The nights are pretty long after that. You know, I probably got to bed at 3 o'clock, uh, you know, because you, you watch the film over and over and over, and then you think about, you know, well, you should have done this and you should have done that and how you can get better, uh, you know, and then you're up again at 630 because it's especially in our league, it's such a short turnaround, which honestly is good because the, the thing you want to do, you want to get back on the court. You know, I am so ready for 1 o'clock today and for us, our team uh, to play better than we did on Thursday. And, uh, you know, I, I do think it, this is no kidding. You know, it, it, I think it does the longer you go. Uh, you, you always want to make sure you're enjoying the wins because it's hard, man. It is uh, – people don't understand unless you're in this business. Uh, and we've won a lot here. We have won a lot here in the last five years. Uh, but it, it's hard to win at this level. You know, when you were at the D- Division One level, you know, it, it is it is hard to do it consistently and uh and and so you got to make sure you're enjoying those wins because golly those losses will tear you up but I I will say this about the other night it's funny because you called me when we were on on our way back from from the UNA uh game and and we had won and we were about to go home for Christmas and I had just sat there and I just looked at my director of operations and just smiled and said because in the back of the bus you could just hear the kids singing and happy and as a coach that's what you enjoy to be able to, to sit up at the front of the bus and hear your kids in the back happy because they had just played their tails off and had just, you know, gotten a really good win. Those are the moments that, that you do remember and you do enjoy. And uh, and, and you usually call me on those long bus rides, which I also – win or lose, have, win or lose, which I appreciate. Well, I, Kim, good luck uh, today uh, and tell Kevin I said hello. I just saw him Thursday. Uh, and uh, good luck, and we'll be keeping up with you. You know that. Happy New Year. Thanks so much, Greg. All right. I appreciate you. Thank All right, see you, Kim. Kim Roseman, okay. uh, what a wonderful job she's done with Tennessee Tech women's basketball. Uh, and for the first uh, OVC tournament championship for that program in 23 years, uh, they won last year. We'll take a break, and uh, we will forge John. Maybe, uh, Will, you might have to be over here, and I'll be giving you a script uh, as we get through this this morning. Coming up, it will be the AD at Southern Indiana, John Mark Hall. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Hey, Nashville and Middle Tennessee sports fans. Searching for the perfect place to enjoy great NCAA Division I athletics? Look no further than Tennessee Tech and come make the short trip to Cookville to take in a Golden Eagle sporting event. Check us out more at TTUsports.com, on our social media channels at TTU Golden Eagles, or call 931-372-3940. We can't wait to see you here. Wings up. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision 
a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at DeltaDentalTN.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Do you desire to become a leader who can influence and encourage other employees, students, or clients? Treveca offers a variety of undergraduate and graduate degrees in leadership that are relevant, accessible, affordable, and fully online. You'll gain skills and knowledge to lead in fields such as business, technology, education, ministry, government, and healthcare. Transform your work environment for the good. Call 844-TNU-GRAD or learn more at treveca.edu. For 25 years, Legends Bank has been more than just a bank. We're a part of the community. Legendary service. Extraordinary people. That's our promise. Since opening our doors in Clarksville in 1998, we've grown alongside you. Nine branches across Middle Tennessee, including Nashville, Brentwood, and Pleasant View. Our journey is defined by the trust and achievements of our customers. As a locally owned community bank, we're proud of our roots and excited about our future. Celebrating 25 years of trust and growth. Not just a bank, part of your community, and together we're making a difference every day. Legends Bank. Inspiring legends for a quarter of a century. Here's to many more. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. University Showcase from the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. Greg Pug, Will Brown running things in here this morning. University Showcase, Trevecca, Tennessee Tech, and throughout the Ohio Valley Conference, uh, we uh, shine the spotlight. Uh, with this coming uh, Thursday, of course, this afternoon, I want to remind you we've got uh, the Little Rock at TSU game. 3-15, the... Um, um, the pregame and 3.30, the tip-off, uh, presumably if my voice holds up, uh, but Albert uh, Albert may be doing the play-by-play. Uh, I'm going to be going to Evansville uh, this coming uh, Thursday. TSU plays at Southern Indiana, and um, I know he's going to be just there waiting to greet me. <laughs> it is the Southern Indiana Athletics uh, Director, John Mark Hall, with us. John, good morning. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, and we will definitely be here with open arms ready to have you in Evansville. How you doing? Um this is uh, you're uh, sort of in transition two ways, right? Division two to division one, and also uh, your second year in the Ohio Valley Conference. Just talk about uh, where you're taking SI, USI athletics. Yeah, so it was obviously a big decision for us to move to the division one ranks. Uh, you know, we've had a long storied history in division two, and fortunate to have some success on the on the playing fields um, and and. You know, had to take a step back and look and see if, you know, we were in the right spot. And I think when the the OVC started talking to us, we 
realized that there were a lot of institutions that looked like us in the OVC and, 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 and you know, kind of had the same goals and, and missions as an institution. And then we really looked hard at the athletic departments and, you know, um, felt like we were aligned. And again, some in those same ways there. So, you know, really a big decision for our institution, but we're really thrilled about it. Um, it's been it's been really exciting. Our uh, fans and community have embraced the change, and and uh, so yeah, it's been it's been a great experience to this point in time. And then you know, then now we're you know really getting used to the level of play, right? It's, it's different, and it's one of those that um, you know in, in Division Two uh, we were in a really good conference, played at a, at a national level, and we you know, saw a lot of uh, teams and programs that were, you know, maybe similar to a lower level division one, but obviously the depth of what the Ohio Valley conference and other conferences like the OVC, maybe the horizon and, and so on this, the depth of the, the programs. And, you know, there's, there's no, there's no easy nights, right? There are, they're all tough in all sports and, and people put a lot of attention and, and, um, you know, to every program they have. So it's been a blast so far. We're really excited about it. Um, and uh, just looking forward to, you know, getting through this transition. You know, it's tough. It's a four-year transition to, you know, to be a full-fledged member and be eligible for NCAA championships. So right now our student-athletes are, are grinding and, and, you know, their goals and all focus on trying to win OVC championships and do well in OVC play. And then Obviously, once we get through this transition, hopefully we'll be eligible to, uh, you know, uh, make some runs at some NCAA tournaments. Southern Indiana Athletics Director John Mark Hall here with us on University Showcase. John, I with the addition of Southern Indiana, uh, Lindenwood, the St. Louis market, uh, Evansville, obviously, for you. Little Rock comes in and gives you the Little Rock, the footprint of the OVC, just the way the well, the life is in college athletics and all kind of conference realignments these days. It's so fluid. Um, I thought we, I thought the league, and I'm a you know Beth DeBush and I have been friends a long time, big supporter of the OVC, obviously, sure. and Kyle and, and Schwartz and everybody there. Uh, I thought the the addition of those three markets expanded the footprint into some significant markets, you know, size-wise, and certainly Evansville, uh, the third largest in, in Indiana, another significant market. No, you're, you're spot on. It's, um, you know, we're excited about that progress also, right? I mean, we, um, you know, I'm really familiar with the OVC. I, I grew up in Murray, was a student athlete at Murray State, and, and grew up, you know, in 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 OVC territory, so to oh, speak. hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to get to that because I'm a Western Kentucky guy. We're going to get okay. to that later. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, that was good. <laughs> but you know, so you know, to see you know the change, just like you said, I mean, you're spot on. The landscape of college athletics is so fluid, and and I think you know Beth and her team, you know, able to um, to pop into those markets now, I think are significant, and um, it, you know, and again, I think Lindenwood was kind of a, uh, you know, kind of a secret there in, in St. Charles, right outside of uh, St. Louis. And again, that brings, like you said, a, a, a great market in the OVC. And then Little Rock, you know, real dynamic city down there and market. So, yeah, we're excited about it. I know that's one thing that, you know, really was appealing to us, right? You want to make sure when you when you come into a league, and especially in our situation, not just coming into a league, but transitioning from D2 to D1, that, that you're in a conference that, that, that hits, you know, those – said markets and so you know we really feel excited about uh, where we are as a conference and I know obviously it looks different and for some again like myself and yourself has been around the OVC for a long time it looks different 
but it feels really good right now by, you know, uh, like you said, moving into those markets. Okay, now let's get to it. Where are you from? I know you went to Murray. Where are you, where are you from? I am. I grew up in Murray. Okay, so I you're uh, you, you're a, you're a racer through and through, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a little different. I've been at USF for you know yeah. uh, plenty of years now, twenty five uh, years. Yeah, yeah, Definitely yeah. screaming eagle, but well, yeah, okay, in- all right. But you also got your masters at uh, at the Ohio State University, so I'm sure you watched that game last night. I watched some of it. You know, we our men's and women's team was we we played at SEMO last okay, night. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, now let me ask you about this. The, I'm glad you brought that up. Enough of my nonsense. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot. There's you know there was thir- usually there are Thursdays, Saturdays, but there's several Friday, Sundays this time. How did that come about? Well, I know for us, um, and again we're we're new to it, but you know for us we worked with the schools that we were coming up against this weekend. We felt it was really important to see if we could try to to keep Christmas Day as a you know a, a day that we didn't have to bring our student athletes back to practice. You know, I mean, it's, you know, look, they've got to grind all year, and and so we worked with Semo and Lindenwood and Moorhead State about shifting that Thursday Saturday uh, those double headers to to Friday Sunday, and realistically, the the simple reason was was to just try to give our student athletes a chance to possibly be at home all of Christmas day, if at least not most, where at least we weren't practicing on Christmas day. So we all worked together with some complications. And then, and then we also had a little bit of a situation. Uh, Southeast Missouri hosts a large high school basketball tournament and they were having some um, scheduling issues, which made the 28th a little difficult for them. So it all worked out. We appreciate everybody, you know, work on the same page. And I have noticed that about the OVC. It's a, really good group of people that try to work together but really you know again trying to you know if all possible keep christmas day uh you know chance like i said to keep our student athletes at home or at least with their families maybe in evansville uh, for the day so that's how it kind of started Southern Indiana Athletics Director John Mark Hall with us on University Showcase this morning from the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studio. Um, the LVC tournament was here, you know, for a long time, and it's my backyard. When it moved to Evansville, up, oh, it's not here anymore. And, you know, so I have, you know, the ties here, but I make three, at least three trips to Evansville a year now uh, with TSU playing there with the basketball media day and then obviously the tournament, and it has found the perfect home. It really is, and Evansville is sneaky good. It really is as a city. And uh, I, I, so the natural uh, membership of SI, I've, I keep saying the SIU, no, USI is uh, that you have the relationship there, and it's pretty, and, and it's, you know, I know it may sound a cliche, but the support of the people at the top from the mayor, the tourism board and all of that, I mean, they come out in uh, unanimously in support of the OVC of the tournament there. And so that tie in for your university is a natural. Yeah, no, we appreciate that. And again, I think it, it, it probably that relationship between the OVC and the city of Evansville was another you know, checkbox, so to speak, for us when we were talking to OVC about possible membership. There was all, you know, obviously that relationship that was already standing, and, and, and you said it really well. I mean, it's from the mayor on down that, uh, you know, they, they really want, the city of Evansville really wants the OVC to to be in Evansville for the tournament. And not only they want it here, they want it to succeed. And so, as you know, you will see 
you know, all those public officials at the, at the games, at the events, um, supporting it through and through. And, and now what we have to do is, you know, look, let's just be candid. It, you know, if we can have some success, that'll, that'll help, you know, with the, uh, people coming out. But I think now the community is, has embraced it and they know, you know, whether we're playing or not, uh, it's kind of on your calendar, right? The OVC is coming to town, you know, that first part of March, and we're going to go out and support, you know, the days we can. And so uh, the city's definitely embraced it. You know, the hotel situation's good here in Evansville. Uh, the restaurants and the, and the establishments are excited to have people in town. And so uh, we, we feel like – I know we were we were kind of from the outside looking in when it first came here, even though I've, I've been involved with the sports corporation for a long time. Um you know, you could you could see the excitement, and now it took, for us to be a part of it, it's, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, and the downtown area is really neat. The way it's uh, they've cobbled it off there. What there's a uh, there's a uh, a restaurant, the uh, like a sushi restaurant or a, an Asian restaurant right downtown. That's excellent, like a block from the arena. You want you 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 want to help me there? Yeah, yeah. There's there's some great places down there. You have that spot. You have a couple. Um, uh, you know, kind of, you have a, a family establishment down there. You have a one that's, um, uh, that, uh, you know, serves all types of different foods. So you, you have a lot of different options if you bring your family or if it's just, you know, uh, you know, if it's just a, a few adults hanging out, one to, to go to a spot, you have a few different choices down there. And like you said, you know, you can to walk to most of those places, you know, especially if you're staying downtown, but even if you just come into the game and you park, there's plenty of places to, to have a chance to, to eat and and uh, mingle and like you said too there's there's times of the during the tournament where they block the, the 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 street off in front of the arena so they might have you know some music playing and some you know pop-up bars uh, outside there where it's you know safe and again easy to maneuver around so they, the, the city and the convention of visitors bureau and the sports corporation have done a nice job of putting on a great event this uh, Evansville Chamber of Commerce moment brought to you by WNSR Radio, the Ohio <laughs> Valley Conference, and uh, <laughs> Southern <That's> Indiana. <laughs> hey, exactly right. John Mark Hall with us, uh, the AD there. Uh, how are you navigating the new world of college athletics, the NIL, the transfer portal, uh, and just the fluidity of everything? Well, I... I you know, I don't want to speak for everybody in the OVC, but I think most of us would say it's it's uh, it's difficult at times, right? I mean, it's 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 definitely a, a new world we're living in. And again, I, I hate to keep harping on it, but for us and Lindenwood especially, you know, making the transition, it's definitely new to us. But I, I think it's I think it's different for everybody. You know, I was talking to Brady Barkey, the AD at <clears throat> Southeast Missouri last night at the game, and. You know, just even looking at our men's basketball programs, both teams looked, you know, different this year because our best players, uh, candidly, you know, transferred for different opportunities, right? And I think a lot of those happen because of of NIL and um, and, and and different opportunities. So, you know, the, the ease of transfer makes it difficult for coaches. I mean, you you, you almost have to re-recruit your student athletes, you know, constantly and that's different for a lot of us. I know I've been involved in college athletics for a long time. I know our men's and women's basketball coaches at USI have been, you know, been, you know, 12, 15, and our women's coach, you know, going on 25 years as head coach. I mean, it's different for them because, 
you know, student athletes are definitely asking questions, you know, do I have opportunities in the NIL world, um, in your community? And, you know, what would those opportunities look like? And those aren't, you know, questions we're usually used to answering. So, you know, you, you have to, you, you have to know what's going on. You have to keep your, you know, um, keep learning, keep understanding and, and, and the, and the community has to support your programs, uh, you know, to be able to, to be competitive. And so, it's definitely different. We're learning every day. And, and then the other thing is, you know, too, because you're in this world is that sometimes things are changing, too. You know, like, you know, you the NIL world was kind of wide open, and now they're trying to bring it back a little bit to have a few stipulations on it. So we're just trying to stay educated and um, and, and know that that we all – we have to pivot just about, you know, every day with different things going on. So uh, – but uh, yeah, it's definitely a different world, and and we just got to you know, uh, just we got to understand change is inevitable, and, and we got to embrace that. All right, just got a couple minutes. Uh, so this is the uh, the true truth moment of my show. How long have you <laughs> lived in Evansville? So I, I moved to Evansville in 1995. Okay, 28 years. Yep. Have you ever had a brain sandwich? You know what? I I, I hate to say that I have not had one. I've never had one, and I know that's a. a it's a thing in Evansville. It's a thing. It's one. a thing. I'm telling you, I, I drove, you know, the very first uh, basketball media day, I got up there earlier. We always do uh, my daily show up there. Uh, and um, and I drove around, and I saw Brain Sandwich, and I this is famous place up there. It's like a, a little dairy dip restaurant. Uh, I don't know. what Maybe the Hilltop. I don't know what a Hilltop, Hilltop Inn. Inn. Hilltop, Hilltop Inn. Inn. And I bought, exactly. uh, I bought two Brain Sandwiches, okay? And I took a bite of one, and there were two gentlemen there that out on that picnic table seemed less fortunate than me. So I said, look, here's one that hadn't been eaten on. Here's one with one bite out of it. And I gave it away. I, that's all I could handle. Is I, I've had, I have had one bite of a brain sandwich in Evansville, Indiana. Well, you've you've done more than me. You would probably be embraced <laughs> on the west side of Evansville more than I will, because people are listening today. They're gonna be. I'm gonna be probably uh, at the hilltop next week. Say, John Mark, you gotta have one of these. You hey, I'm gonna be in Evansville Friday about after the game, driving to Moorhead the net that day. All right, no, I'm not gonna do it to you. No, don't. <laughs> hey, hey, John, uh, John Mark, look forward to meeting you uh, in person on Thursday at the game uh, up in Evansville. Thanks for joining us. Good luck. Hey, no problem. Yeah, safe travels. All Take right. Care. Yeah, uh, brain sandwich. One bite, Will, is all I had. I did it to say I did it, but I'm not going to do it again. Let's take a break. Be back and wrap this thing up in just a few moments. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. For 25 years, Legends Bank has been more than just a bank. We're a part of the community. Legendary service. Extraordinary people. That's our promise. Since opening our doors in Clarksville in 1998, we've grown alongside you. Nine branches across Middle Tennessee, including Nashville, Brentwood, and Pleasant View. Our journey is defined by the trust and achievements of our customers. As a locally owned community bank, we're proud of our roots and excited about our future. Celebrating 25 years of trust and growth. Not just a bank, part of your community, and together we're making a difference every day. Legends Bank. Inspiring legends for a quarter 
quarter of a century. Here's to many more. Do you desire to become a leader who can influence and encourage other employees, students, or clients? Treveca offers a variety of undergraduate and graduate degrees in leadership that are relevant, accessible, affordable, and fully online. You'll gain skills and knowledge to lead in fields such as business, technology, education, ministry, government, and healthcare. Transform your work environment for the good. Call 844-TNU-GRAD or learn more at treveca.edu. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at deltadentaltn.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Hey, Nashville and Middle Tennessee sports fans. Searching for the perfect place to enjoy great NCAA Division I athletics? Look no further than Tennessee Tech and come make the short trip to Cookville to take in a Golden Eagle sporting event. Check us out more at TTUsports.com, on our social media channels at TTU Golden Eagles, or call 931-372-3940. We can't wait to see you here. Wings up. University Showcase spotlighting uh, Rebecca, Tennessee Tech, and everything Ohio Valley Conference. Programming on our station, live action, 3.15 this afternoon, 3.30, the Little Rocket TSU game. Albert Dawson and myself will be on the call of that. Tomorrow at 3, Steelers and Seahawks. Tomorrow night, 6.30, Kings and Grizzlies. And then 1.30, the outdoor game. Yes, the uh, Kraken will host Vegas. And we'll have it right here on New Year's Day. How cool is that? Will, happy New Year to you, man. Well, thank you. It's been fun working with you this year. Yeah, we'll see you next year. Everybody, thank you for listening. Hang out.